Hi, this is Desiree with The Nonverbal Voice, and today's episode is going to be a little different because I'm not an expert. I am on this journey just like every single one of you. I am a mom figuring it out, trying to do the best by my kids, figuring out what works best for them, what therapy strategies are going to be best for them. I go to IEP meetings. I contact therapists. I try to implement strategies at home. I'm doing all the things, right? I am in this boat with you guys. I am not an expert. I don't have all of the answers as much as I wish I had all of the answers. So today's episode is really just kind of sharing some solidarity and being in that boat with you guys and just letting you know that I'm there with you. The other night, Everett was not sleeping. He has sleep apnea on top of a lot of other issues. He's on several different medications that we're trying to figure out what's going to be the best for him. And it's been difficult to manage, especially because he's nonverbal. He can't tell us if he's having a nightmare. He can't tell us if he's hungry. He can't tell us if he has a stomach ache. He can't tell us, you know, if he's scared of the dark, like he can't tell us any of this stuff. Right. So it's really just a guessing game. So at night when he can't sleep and when he's screaming, it's really difficult for us to narrow down. Okay. Is he just missing mom? Does he need some cuddles? Is he scared? Is he hungry? Is he in pain? Is his medication giving him nightmares? There's all of these different things. And I was in there the other night and he was screaming and couldn't identify what was going on. He really just wanted us there with him. And when he gets frustrated, you know, he has a lot of stims that he does. So he'll flap his hands. Uh, when he gets really frustrated, he'll bite. He will pinch. He'll bang his head. It's really difficult to watch because he, be- he beats himself up, essentially, and anybody around him. So it was a wake-up call for me, I guess, in that moment to realize that this might be our life. (laughs) And I know that sounds weird to say, like, of course it's your life. You know, he has autism, you know, he has delays, like I'm, I'm living it. I'm experiencing it every day, but there's a chance we hope for the best, right? But there's a chance that he may not learn words. There's a chance that he may be 12 years old and screaming at night and we don't know what's going on. And that, that thought kind of hit me like a ton of bricks because I think as special needs parents, we try really hard to focus on day by day, right? We celebrate each little victory. We celebrate the little things. We take it step by step. We don't look too far in the future. We don't think about, are they going to be able to drive? Are they going to be able to live on their own? Are they going to be able to have relationships? Are they going to be able to get a job? We don't think about that. You kind of have to stop thinking about that. And it, it seems... I think for a neurotypical parent listening to this, they might think, well, why are you thinking about those things when your kid is three years old? Your kid's four years old. They're barely in preschool. They haven't even started actual elementary education yet. Why are you thinking about those things? But you don't realize that even as a typical parent, those things are just assumed. You know that if you, as a family, if you're said, you know, if you want to drive around town, then you need to get your license. If you want to have a job uh, or if you want to have a car, then you need to get a job so you can pay for the car. Or you need to, you know, you just assume that if your child wants to do those things, that they're going to do it. If they want to have a relationship, if they want to get married, if they want to have kids, that they can do those things, right? So 
those things are naturally assumed. And then you don't have to think about them until it can't be assumed anymore. And a lot of special needs parents are in this position now where there's so much uncertainty. We don't know if our children are going to be capable, emotionally, physically, mentally capable to have relationships, to have a job, to be able to live independently. How much care and support are they going to need as adults? You know, you (laughs) as parents, naturally it's exhausting. You have a baby who's up and crying and has to be fed and you have to change your diapers and you have to dress them. And as they gain more independence, your life gets easier in some aspects, of course, it gets harder in some because they have expectations and, you know, there's different seasons of life for everything, right? But as they gain more independence, the amount that they rely on you as a parent goes down. And as special needs parents, we don't really have that reassurance because we don't know what level of support they're, they're going to need as they get older. Like Hadley's four and Everett turns three next week and neither one of them are potty trained. And Hadley starting to use the potty a little bit. She's starting to understand that, but she's still in, in pull-ups full-time. And Everett's still in diapers full-time and there's really not an end in sight for that. Um, she Hadley may go to kindergarten, first grade, second grade. Who knows how long she's going to be in, in, in pull-ups. And I have no idea how long Everett's going to be in diapers and just those different aspects of things. And it hit me the other night that I really don't know what our outcome like how it's going to look in 10 years to Everett. Is he going to be able to communicate with me? Is he going to be able to identify what's wrong? Are we going to figure something out for us? And um, it was like a tough pill to swallow. And I think anybody that has a special needs child um, can relate to that. And so as much as I wish I just had the answer or had this confidence and just all of all the advice, right? I wish I had all the advice and all the answers. And I was just the expert that can give motivational podcasts every single week. That's, that's not me. That's not the case. I am a special needs parent, just like many of you. I am trying to figure this out. I am, have my own struggles and things that I go through every single day. And uh, that's something that, that I experienced this week. And I, don't like to share the negatives that much. Not that that's necessarily a negative, but it's hard. It's not coated with sunshine. It doesn't have a lot of hope in that message. And I try to refrain from sharing that kind of stuff. And I think that it's important to share those things to a degree because it helps us create relationships. It helps you guys understand that I'm a parent just like you guys. And if you guys are going through something similar, if you guys have had those thoughts, if you struggle with those thought processes, then let's talk, like, let's connect on that. Let's, let's chat it through. Let's um, create some solidarity there, you know? So I don't know what the future holds forever. And it's, it's scary. And especially as he gets stronger and taller and bigger. And right now he's not even three. But I'm already struggling to tackle him into his car seat when he's fighting me on it. My body is like literally covered in bruises because he kicks and screams and fights me on so much. And so it's a scary thought. Am I going to be able to to handle this in five years when he's the same size as me? Like, you know, so there's a challenge of wanting to support and encourage your child and, you know, hoping for the best for them, of course, like 
in a perfect world, all of the therapy interventions will work. He will figure out a way to either communicate with us um, non-verbally or hopefully even verbally that he would be able to go to school and have relationships. Like we want him to have the most, I hate this word, but normal life as possible, right? We want him to be independent and functioning and able to participate in the world, especially because the thought of what happens when you're gone as a parent comes up and you you want to set your child up for success. You also don't want to put your child in a box of, well, they can't talk, so they're never going to talk. Or they they can't do this, so you know they'll never be able to do X, Y, and Z. You know, we never want to put our kids in a box. We always want to support them. And we also have to try to come to terms with, okay, we're going to do the best we can to help them. We're going to believe in them, support them, and encourage them. Also, while knowing in the back of our mind that things may not get to that point, they may need maximum support for the rest of their life. And there's no way of knowing that until you get way into the future. Like things could change at any point. So it's just, uh, it's a balancing act, right? And, And you have to be really intentional with your thoughts and really intentional with how you speak to your child and how you speak about your child. And, um, and how you're going to advocate for them. So I just just wanted to <laughs> share that with you guys today. And I know that it's not really a, a daily dose of sunshine and hope. Like I wish I was always sharing. On my Instagram, I've been posting a lot of quotes about accepting your child for who they are. And talking about those comparisons with their peers who are their same age and are developing typically And you see that comparison and it can be challenging. It can be overwhelming to see where somebody your kid's age is and seeing that your kid isn't there. And so I just think this is, these are important conversations to have because most, most of us are thinking it. We're, we're all experiencing this phases of grief and um, coming to terms with things and phases of being perfectly content with where we're at and focusing on the day by day. And then we go through phases of thinking about the future and feeling terrified and all of that's okay. And all of that is totally normal. And so I just want you guys to know that whether you're in that day by day and you're fine and you're just focusing on what you can do today and focusing on all of those little victories, that that is awesome. That is a great place to be. Keep doing that. If you are in a place where today or this week or this month even, you are struggling with thinking about the future and what the future holds and the progress that your kid is making or not making, that is valid too. And everything, there's just so many different emotions as a special needs parent. And I'm here to let you know that those emotions are valid, that those emotions are okay, and that there's a space for you here. And I would really like to connect with you guys and talk more about the feelings that you guys are having and the feelings that you guys have about the future. Just even thinking about, you know, the next school year, the next summer, the the next whatever, you know, it doesn't even have to be 10, 15 years down the road. Like, are they ever going to get married? Are they going to have kids? Like, even just like Everett, he's starting school next week and I'm terrified about what that's going to look like for him. And you know what? I can't worry about that until next week because worrying about it is just going to cause me so much more stress until next week actually happens. So I want to have more of these conversations with you guys. So 
that's where I'm at today. Those are just some off the cuff thoughts and feelings that I'm experiencing right now. And if you guys can uh, hop on my Instagram, it's the nonverbal voice, Instagram or Facebook, and let me know like what you guys are going through right now. What kind of thoughts, emotions are you having? And what are you doing to make space for those and to process those? And I just really want to get that conversation started. So thanks so much for listening. And I look forward to hearing from you.